All the evidence is circumstantial, Bernie told her. All of it. Agreed, Sean said. Then why settle on Casper? Bernie asked. The two notes, Sean answered. They sealed the deal. He tapped his fingers on the arm of his chair while he thought about how he would conduct the investigation if he were still Longley's chief of police. If I were you, I'd start with the teapot, he suggested after a minute had gone by. I'd try to get a handle on where you'd unload something like that. And the security guys, I'd talk to them and see what they have to say. Sean was about to say something else, but his attention was captured by the sound of the downstairs door opening and closing and someone running up the stairs. Bernie was just thinking that they should really keep the downstairs door locked when the door to the flat opened and Sean's newfound friend Michelle came barreling through. Even though she was in her early fifties, to Bernie's mind, she dressed as if she was in college. Today she was wearing a thigh-high denim skirt, which showed a lot of tanned leg. Leg that Bernie had to admit looked pretty good. A tight black t-shirt and flip-flops. Her blonde hair was piled on top of her head in a loose bun, the hairstyle of the moment. Oh my God, she cried, advancing on Sean. You poor dear. I just got home from Cabo and heard about what happened at the Blue House. That must have been terrible for you, seeing that. And even worse for Zelinsky, Libby couldn't help noting. Michelle threw back her head and laughed, displaying a set of perfect teeth. That goes without saying. When she reached Sean, she bent down, gave Sean a hug and kissed the top of his head. I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. That's okay, Bernie said sweetly. Somehow we all managed to get along anyway. Michelle laughed again. Of course you did. She grabbed Sean's hands and pulled him up. If it's all right with you, she said to Bernie and Libby, I'm going to steal your dad away. It's such a lovely day that I thought he and I could go down to the Hudson and sit in one of the cafes along the water and soak in the summer. It's so brief in this part of the world. I feel it's a crime not to enjoy it. Oh, dear. Michelle looked around, taking in Bernie and Libby's expression. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. Not to be rude or anything, but as a matter of fact, you are, Libby told her. Michelle put her hand to her mouth. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to intrude. I just got carried away. I should leave, she said, turning to go. Sean patted her thigh, a gesture that did not go unnoticed by his daughters. Don't be ridiculous, Michelle, he told her. What we were talking about can wait. But Dad, Libby objected. Michelle bit her lip. I really don't want to cause trouble. Believe me, you're not. Sean said to her, because you all looked terribly serious. Which is why a break would be perfect right around now, Sean told her. Then he turned to his daughter. Libby, he said, we'll talk about this when I get back. Then before Libby could say anything else, he and Michelle were walking out the door. I just can't bear to be inside on a day like this.
Bernie and Libby heard Michelle trill, her voice floating upward as she and their dad walked down the steps. That's exactly how I feel, Sean replied. Then Libby and Bernie heard the downstairs door close. A moment later, they saw Sean getting into Michelle's BMW. Where did she get that car? Libby asked. No doubt from her last husband, Bernie replied. I can't figure out what she wants from Dad, Libby said. It's not like he has any money. Maybe she just likes his company, Bernie replied. Libby raised an eyebrow. Some women like older men, Bernie pointed out. Libby shook her head. I remain unconvinced. She brushed a strand of hair out of her eye. Her face was grim.